hi guys, what's up? It's me, Kate. Um, this is Date Fails, but it's a cross-cast. It's not just Date Fails. We're recording two podcasts at once. We're also recording Chad Zumox Sit Down and Dick Around. What's it called? Sit Down, Dick Around. <laughs> no, what's it really called? Sit Down, Zumok, Bunch of BS Podcast. Actually, Doug Stanhope came up with Swapcast. Yeah. Oh, Swapcast? Is that what it's called? Yeah. I said Crosscast. No, he invented Swapcast. Him and Burt Kreischer invented Swapcast. I think... Kate's thinking about CrossFit because she likes it so much. That's I, I why. love CrossFit. I'm, I'm super into everyone who does CrossFit. Please DM me in my Instagram so we can make love. I'm kidding. I hate CrossFit. I feel scared to say I hate CrossFit because how obsessed they are about it, though. No, they, they, they actually they have, usually they have a good sense of humor about it. You think? They can find them. Yeah, I had like 30 come to my show about a year ago, and I did 20 minutes on CrossFit, and they thought it was the greatest thing ever. You had 30 CrossFitters at one show? Yeah. Yeah, because my yeah they uh, they were from this place where my ex wife used to work out, and they didn't like my ex wife. So when we broke up, they all wanted to go. I got I can't wait to see what he says about her on stage. Wait, so they, they all hated your ex wife. Yeah, they all hate. Yeah, that's so funny that the people at the CrossFit place they, didn't yeah. like her. So they couldn't wait to go. Oh my god, I, I, I hear what Jim's saying on stage or whatever. And so I just made fun of the CrossFit for like twenty minutes. Those they loved must it. have been all the ones she wouldn't sleep with that um, hated her. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Yeah, I know. They're like, where's my turn? <laughs> They're like, this bitch slept with everyone but me. I know. I didn't get a turn here. This is bullshit. By the way, everyone, that's Jim Florentine. Jim Florentine is on. We didn't even say who's here. You should do this. You talk. No, 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 set it up. It's a, it's a swap cast, but date fails, all things comedy. Kate Quigley is going to set this up right now. Well, that was it. You just did it. That's the whole setup. There's no setup to my podcast. We just talked. We just talk. It's Jim Florentine, Chad Zumach, and uh, we're just bullshitting. We're all we just did like a mini Ohio tour together. Yeah. So where are we right now? We're uh, in Columbus. We just did a show at the Funny Bone, but we're at a bar that looks like a Dave and Buster's, but it's not. It's uh, but it's also called D and Beads. Did anyone notice that? It's called. It yeah, this place is called like a Den of Beers or something like that. It's literally like the same initials. I think it's it's like a game playing place. They're about to close, by the way. We might get booted. <laughs> Really, right now? Yeah, I think they close at ten. We're fine. Everything is good. Yeah, we had a great show. Yeah, they were fine, man. You know, Kate's from uh, Canton or somewhere around Canton, Ohio. So we started there Wednesday or Thursday, and all of our uh, friends and family and stuff came out. You haven't seen? No, we're good. Thanks. Sorry. That was but, our uh, server. So, and all of our friends and family came out and stuff. That was cool. It was so stressful, you guys. I had to block my dad's phone number. That's I know. what happened this How week. How crazy that that yeah. <laughs> Block that. my father's phone number. <laughs> That's where I've come. Like my dating life is already fucked up. I've blocked like 19 guys' numbers this year, and now I've blocked my father. So I think I'm officially at rock bottom in life. Basically, I've hit the bottom. <laughs> I have no family. Yeah. Everything is fine. Are you going to unblock your dad at some point or no? Yeah, I think I'll unblock him when I go back to LA, and then maybe give him a call and just say like, "Hey, I hope you're good." So guys, I had to block my dad because basically the long story short is my dad wanted to come to the shows in Columbus, which is great. I didn't want him to come to the shows in Canton because my mom's side of the family was all coming, and my parents had, like, one of those divorces. Sounds like, like yours, Jim. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Where well, we a, don't want to be in the same room. There's a lot like, of venom. I'd rather not, you know. Yeah. So my parents haven't been in the same room together. Like, the only times they've been in the same room together is when I was, like, dying once when I was 17 and then once at, at like, my wedding. Like, they don't ever be in the same room together. So I asked my dad not to come to the Canton show and he did not take it well. It ended in uh, it ended in some curse words. We had a little... Uh, he told me to fuck off, basically. Whoa. Yeah, he told me to fuck off. But the good thing is I think he was drunk, so I didn't take it that personally. Yeah, so so he didn't come. <laughs> Meanwhile, because... Your mom would have been there with the stepdad, and mm -hmm. then you got brothers and sisters, and it's a whole family it's drama a whole thing. thing. Yeah. And you told him basically, well, sit, make sure you sit like in the back, and then he's like, well, fuck you, I'll sit wherever I want. Yeah, I told mad. him, I asked him if he did come to sit in the back, <laughs> and then he took a really serious offense to being asked to sit in the back. Like, I, he, he did not like that. Uh, you know what's interesting? Kate said her dad told her to fuck off, and our comedian friend, who's been on my podcast a lot, Joe Howard, called his mom a cunt in an argument. What's going on right now? Holy shit, he did? Yeah. Well, Joe Joe Howard has a slave. We met a slave. Oh, my God. Okay, we got to talk about Joe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wish he was here. I know. This comedian, so we, okay, so we did a show in Canton, Ohio. Then we came to Columbus on a Friday. We did a show here. Then Cedric the Entertainer had the place booked for Saturday, the Funny Bone. So we went to Cleveland. We did a show in Cleveland. And that's where this comic named Joe Howard was on the show who... 
You guys could not have warned me more about what I was going to get out of this guy. You said he was abrasive. Rough he, around the edges. Rough around the edges. Fucks everything, I think was a quote. It was Chad's quote. Fucks everything. He might try to fuck you. No, you didn't say that, but no, I didn't. you didn't. But that's what I thought. Well, when we said he has a slave, he has a submissive woman that does whatever he wants. You didn't tell me he had a slave until oh, I we didn't met tell- up. Oh, okay. No, maybe we didn't then. He has oh, a slave. Yeah, he has a slave. An actual slave. Have you ever heard of any of your other friends have slaves? No, no, I've never heard that. Hey, before. We need to say right now when he says slave, it's not an African American woman. It's it's a it's a it's a Caucasian lady who does whatever he wants. But it was her own call. She, she <laughs> yeah, she wanted to do it. She's submissive, and she's like, "I'll do whatever you want, whatever." Yeah, you know, master, can I go they to the a, bathroom yeah. and all that stuff? They have a true dom sub yeah. relationship, which I've only seen on TV and in my own TV show. I've never seen it in real life, like, met a couple that's into it, but she legitimately, like, she'll sit next to him on the floor like a pet during a whole entire football game, and she's not allowed to move unless he tells her, right? Yeah, and he, she can only talk at the commercials. Yeah. You know, and then, and, and, and again, back to why you said, called his mama cun, he said, he goes, I haven't had a woman give me any shit for so long because I've been with her. She doesn't talk back to me. All of a sudden, my mom was giving me shit, and I just blew up on her and called her a cun. He goes, I'm not used to it anymore. Because that's he's, what he said. Because he's been dating the slave. Yeah. But here's the thing that's interesting. So, okay, so he has a slave, which, by the way, I do have to say about the slave thing because this is so funny. And, Chad, you weren't with me and Jim after the bar. So we left the show last night, and we went to a local bar. Zudini. Yeah, Chad got wasted and did what? Zudinied. <laughs> disappeared. Yeah, he disappeared. Like, ten minutes. At, we were at the bar ten minutes, and Chad is gone. It was a half hour. No, it was like ten. I peed and came out, and you were, like, gone. No, I was there when the midgets were there. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're heading to this bar after the show and this guy Joe who has the slave he's like Kate you're going to get to meet my slave and then right. I didn't even tell you guys this but he goes she might be into you I have a hot tub and I was like I'm right. good I think yeah. I'm good on the hot tub with the slave situation but but then but then he starts going oh my god he starts freaking out because there's midgets there's twin midgets at the bar he had he hangs out. It's his local bar. He goes, the, the midgets will come in like every couple months. He goes, as soon as they come in, the bartenders call Joe and go, the midgets are here. And he runs down there because it's right. It's a midget sighting. So we're in an Uber ready to go go to the bar. It was near a hotel. And he goes crazy. The, midgets, the midgets are there. It's what a night. How could it, We're going there and the midgets, they're there right now. He was freaking out. Like you would have think someone told him like there's a million dollars hidden under one of the stools at the bar. And if you get there quick enough, you'll find it. Like, yeah, that's he was, how crazy. He, he actually said to the Uber driver, I'll, I'll pay you extra to get there quicker. Yeah, like he was, step on it. He's like, yeah. step on it. It was his first day as an Uber. He's like, step on it, man. That's right. It was our Uber driver's first day on the job, and we're like talking about like threesomes with midgets and slaves. <laughs> 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 Thank God. Uh, by the way, we got the wrong Uber, so he couldn't rate us. I was yeah. like, this guy's going to give us the worst fucking rating. Of- yeah. The guy forgot to put uh, all the things in the system, so we had to pay him under the table. Yeah. And the best... Okay, but let me preference. These the, the the midgets are women, not just re- regular Brad Williams. By the way, they're cute midgets. They were on the taller end of the midget spectrum. Yeah, they were like uh, almost five foot. Almost. We should probably call them dwarfs. Okay. I think this is like the N-word. Only other midgets are allowed to say midget. I'm serious. I know, yeah. They were really nice. But, yeah, as we get there, and Joe was, like, fascinated. He, In his mind, he's having a threesome with these midgets and his slave. He was so sure it was going to go down. Yeah. And then, uh, and then he texted his slave. His slave was waiting at the bar. <laughs> well, first of all, he told his slave he, she can't come to the show because he's doing new jokes about eating pussy. And... <laughs> You just meet me at the bar later. You can't, you can't come to my comedy show, but I'll meet you at the local yeah. bar later. But to be fair to him, I don't let guys come to my shows for the same reason. Right. Because I want to work out my pussy-eating material <laughs> without them in the crowd. Um, Joe is really funny, though. You guys should check him out. He's uh, great. Yeah, he's really funny. But so, but here's the weird thing about his slave relationship, before we get back to the, the midget twins. He... Is dating his slave. Yes. See, usually I think when someone has a slave, they don't take him out of the house. I don't I don't think. I think it's just like all they're there for is to be your slave. But I could be wrong. I've never heard of someone dating one. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because they went to like brunch this morning, a Sunday morning and stuff. So and he brought yeah, they're, definitely, the they're definitely dating. He brought it to Vegas too. You know, they went to Las Vegas. Joe had a week off. 
And for, for, so what his his dream was to go to Vegas, and he brought a slave, and they were going to ho- get a hooker <laughs> to have a threesome. What a dream, I know. Joe. That was his vacation. Jesus. Dream big. <laughs> He's like, some people want Academy Awards. I want to <laughs> fuck my slave with a Vegas whore. <laughs> <laughs> he booked a whole trip around that, and then it didn't go down because it was too expensive. And then he had this whole idea of hooking up with the midgets. But here's the best part. Chad, I don't know if I told you this. So we get to the bar, and the first thing I do is go into the bathroom. And who's in the bathroom? The midget twins. Right. So then I, I'm like, oh, this is perfect. I can make friends with them, and I can try to hook up Joe with the midgets and, and the slave. So, <laughs> so I start talking to the midgets like, hey, what's up? I'm Kate. Nice to meet you. You guys are you're so cute. You're right. I don't know if you should say that, but I was like, you're so cute. You guys look great. And then they said... Oh my God, girl, be careful. This guy who just walked into the bar is a total creep. Stay away from him. And all I could think in my head is, I just walked into the bar with you two guys and Joe. So the only one who's a local is Joe. So I'm like, oh, they're talking about Joe. Like He's going to try to have a threesome with them, and he's a creep. Plus, Joe looks like a school shooter, so <laughs> automatically he has a full beard. Yeah, he looks Duck Dynasty. Yeah. <laughs> he has tons of tattoos, and he was wearing a shirt that said, polite as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I came out, and uh, it turned out Joe was not the creep. Yeah, it wasn't Joe wasn't a creep, and then we Joe had to get pictures with him, and then of course he we take a picture with him, and then he has to post it like on Instagram or yeah, he put uh, having a little fun last <laughs> night. <It's> like, <laughs> had a little fun, but the, dude, the girls were into him. That girl started stroking his beard. I that know. was so weird. She's she said she was like a hairdresser, and she's like, I want to, I want to, your beard's all dry. I could put this in your beard, and she was stroking it the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> well, I heard the slave got jealous. Is that true? I think because the, the the midget was digging Joe. Yeah. Or the Joe dwarf. is kind of hot. Yeah, right? I think Joe has a kind of hot vibe. You know what it is? He's the type of guy that I go for because he seems like a dick. But you can tell he's got, like, this little sweet side. Yeah. And my whole problem with guys is I see a guy like that, and all I focus in on is that little pinprick of sweet that I see. And I go, oh, I'm going to work on getting that out. And oh I try God. to pull it out. He's going to jerk off this audio for the rest of his life. I'm just letting you know right well, now. Tell, he tell him. A, so, Joe, well, yeah, because he, li- what? He listens to my podcast because he's always on my podcast. So, wait, Kate, tell him. So, you know, as a comic, you want a good introduction. Oh, like to God. go on stage. You know, you want something decent. So, yeah. it's not, not something weird. So, we're, uh, Kate was going on after Joe last night. And Joe's like, all right, Kate, I'm going to bring you up. He goes, don't worry. I have the got, best introduction He for goes, you. I got the best introduction for you. So, Kate didn't even say, hey, say I was on this, this. And Joe's like, no, I got it. I'll, and what was the introduction? <laughs> he said something along the lines of, I've jerked off to this girl's Instagram. Yeah, what give you- it a, yeah she, she's great. She's from California. She's got a great Instagram page. I jerked off to yeah. a lot. Give it up a cake. Yeah, quickly. something like that. And then he goes, she has a podcast and she's done a lot of things or something. But here's the thing that's funny about that is that I've had comics do that to me before, like at legit like at club shows and stuff be like I jerked off to your Instagram and it always bothers me but with Joe it actually didn't because his act was so filthy yeah he played that that like not character but that was his whole persona the whole time was kind of like the guy that that just wants to fuck everybody so then it fit right for him to say that it was the only time someone ever said that that I was like I think it's okay that he said that actually well when they met we went to like some lunch place to eat and um Joe walks in and he's like hey Joe this is Katie goes I know who the fuck you are. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he, I know who the fuck you are. Yeah, yeah he was hilarious. <laughs> you know, when I first met Kay, I met her, we were randomly up the Hollywood Improv. The reason why this whole thing came together, you, me, and her, is we found out we were from the same hometown, or I mean the same area, and we were like, oh, we should do a show. She's like, I never did, did a show in my hometown, and that's how this all came together. So I called Joe, and I go, yeah, I just met a, uh, she was awesome, her name's Kate Quigley, he goes, dude, I follow her on Instagram, she's <laughs> fucking amazing. Aww, yeah, that's so sweet. All this shit happened. That's so sweet, yeah. well, he's amazing too. You all no. are amazing, this has been so fun. No, it has, but look, but the bottom line, I mean, whether Kate's hot and she posts these great pictures on Instagram, she's fucking a funny comic. I Thank mean, you. Killing, there was like 400 people at the show tonight on Thank a Sunday you. night. Tonight was killing. fun. Yeah. Thank you. Every show, yeah. We so. all had good... We got to talk about you last night, though, because this was so fucking funny. So we're at this bar last night, which was a total shithole, by the way. I mean, in a good way. Definition of a cool shithole. What was that? Definition of a cool shithole. Yeah, it was a total dive. I love dive bars. Like, that's my favorite kind of bar. So we go in there. There's a band playing. 
They were like a rock band, like a cover band, yeah, right? Yeah, when, they, when they were, we walked in there playing a Scorpion song, the zoo, I'm like, all right, these fuckers are going to know who I am. Yeah. So I worked on this heavy metal show. I go, it's, it's coming. Yeah, and they were all probably in their 50s at least, the whole yeah. band, right? So anyway, the band takes a break. By the way, the bass player sang a song. Did you like the the band? The bass player was like probably four hundred pound guy, really cool, sweet, super sweet guy. The whole band sits down and he stayed up and sang a solo song with an acapella with yeah. no, <laughs> no <Yeah>. music. <laughs> and then afterwards, he came and started talking to me. It was so cool. And then he recognized Jim, but he didn't know who he was. But he knew he recognized his face and his voice. And then literally for twenty minutes, he's talking to Jim like, "Why do I know you?" Jim's like. I don't know, man. I work at the Burger King. You ever come? To the, you ever go through the Burger King drive-through? And the guy's like, no. And then he's like, oh, I used to work at like the Chevron. Or I don't know what you were saying. Did yeah, you ever? Like, I used to work at Wendy's, so maybe it was the Wendy's. <laughs> he's like, no, man. I know that voice. Yeah, this went on for so long, and it was so funny because you could tell the guy was like so sure, and for sure he knew who he was. He's like a metalhead, and then he was like. Uh, He's like, I know your voice, though. Why? He kept going back and forth, and then finally the guy Googled a picture. He even said your full name, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, finally he goes, that metal show. I go, no, nah, I don't know. He goes, Jim. Watch TV. Jim Florentine? I'm like, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. <laughs> and, then he, and then he Googled my name. In the, <laughs> I think I was wearing the same shirt. as the, You did? The you had on the same shirt as on your album cover. He holds a photo up, <laughs> and he's wearing the same exact I, yeah. shirt. Especially uh, that photo shoot I did three years ago for my last comedy special I was wearing the same shirt last night some guys like you're wearing the same shirt I'm like I wear it all the time I got it in triples that was amazing it's funny it's like I see like guys around Kate these creeps like and, and they all love you from whatever I don't I don't know where they saw the AVN or whatever but like you are with these guys like around metal dudes that's Jim. Jim's the hot chick around these metal dudes. They fucking, they can't believe it. They're all over him. It's the same shit you get. I know, no, you could yeah. totally tell. The girls, too, though. That one chick, there was a lady. She was drunk. The brunette lady. She yeah, was probably she was like, like 40. You, you used to date Robin Givens. Oh, she Remember said that? Robin Givens. Yeah, it was Robin <laughs> Quivers. Robin Givens. I'm like, yeah, Mike Tyson's ex, yeah. It was yeah. amazing. And then Jim started telling people me and him were brother and sister. He's like, we're brother and sister. And then these, these ladies are like, she's really cute. And he's like, I know, I'm trying to bang her, but she's my sister. I don't know what he was saying. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know if that's good. Like, no, wh- why? I'm like, I don't know. Like, look, she's hot. Wouldn't you? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, it was, it was, it was really nonsense the whole night. It was really funny. I think that lady was hitting on you, though. That one lady was like... I have a I have a house with a pool. Oh, Remember she right. said, yeah, I have a house right. with a pool if you need a place to stay. And I was like, hey, bitch, I'm standing right here. What about me? <laughs> she was into you. It was fun. It was a fun night. I do want to ask this, Jim, because I've known and you we, for... We, we also played on a patio in a parking lot. Oh, yeah, the show that we did in Cleveland. God, I wish I'd videoed <laughs> because it was so... We, we literally played at a burger joint. and I thought it was going to be inside, but who cares? But they put us outside on the patio. So we go from playing... <laughs> A club the night before. That the first show was pretty sold out. One, one, one of the best rooms in the country to yeah. Funny Bone in Columbus, yeah. Ohio. Yeah, so fun. And then the next night, we're playing on a piece of plywood. The stage was a piece of plywood. What was the backdrop? The backdrop was a sign for Home Depot, Walmart. <laughs> and Kohl's. Mat- mattress firm. And Kohl's. And, Co- and Kohl's. And Applebee's was right next door. <laughs> Literally. There's, we're in a parking lot. The Applebee's is next door. The the guy that hosted the show is on stage, like screaming about his dick and balls. And there's like twelve year old kids and families walking into the Applebee's. Walking was, in a car to the Applebee's, like fifteen feet away, as a dirty comedy show is going down. Oh God, it was amazing. It was amazing. What, what Chad? What were you gonna ask Jim? No, I've known Jim for over ten years now, but I I, I really wanted to know, like, because I was, I honestly got into comedy because of Artie Lang and the Howard Stern show. And I know you dated Robin for for a minute. Like, uh, how did that all come together? I'm just curious. I don't want to take you down that road. I was just curious. Since it's called Date Fails, I want to know how that failed. <laughs> you mean how he ended up dating Robin? Yeah. Or Oh, yeah. Well, I just, uh, I was on the air, and we are just messing around. I'm like, I'm single, and then Howard's like, hey, Robin, you're single, right? And you're like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, we should go out. And then it was just busting balls. I'm like, I go, you know, I uh, 
I could take it to Chipotle. I got a card, you know, like that bullshit. And we're all just messing around. I'm like, oh yeah, I go, I got a Honda Accord. It's like a 2004. That's so. You know funny. what I mean? I, th- you know, if I clean, whatever, we're just busting. And then finally, after like 45 minutes, and she's like, fine, I'll go out with you. I'm like, she, I'll go on a date with you. Why not? It only took 45 minutes, so that's pretty good. Yeah, but just a ball busting on the air. Like, come on, Jim will take you to go see Van Halen. Well, and- she couldn't say no, basically. You know who did that to me? Stuttering John. John Melendez did that to me. I totally forgot. Until you just told this story. Did what? Years ago, when I had my podcast at Lovett's Club. Right. John had a podcast at Lovett's Club also. And he asked me to be on his podcast. I didn't know him very well at the time. I'd met him him three or four times by then. That was it. Like, doing shows or whatever. He does stand-up now. So, on his podcast, he asked me out. And then... I was like, well, this is awkward because we're on a live. It was live. Yeah. It was a live video stream. And then he kept pushing it. Like, he wouldn't take no for an answer. So I didn't know what to do. So I was like, I mean, I was like, okay. I mean, I'm kind of seeing somebody who's not exclusive. And he was like, go out with me. Let's go out. You're whatever, hitting on me. And so I said, yes. Then after the podcast, I reneged. Like, the day of the date, right. I, I just chickened out because I just was like, I didn't really want to go. So I said we could hang as friends if he wanted. And he said, I'm in my 40s or whatever. I'm not really looking to be friends with someone, but, you know, <laughs> really? no worries, whatever. But then he gave me so much shit on the next episode of his podcast for saying yes and then taking it back. Yeah. I, um, yeah. But, I mean, like, but if, if Rob Moore said no, like, I wasn't pressuring. I, we were just joking around. Like, Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. different. I'm like, you know, you know, so if she would have said, look, I don't want to really do it, I wouldn't have been pissed off. I've seen her say no to. I remember guys flirting with her on the air and her being like, "No." I yeah, mean, you're not so, my type. But she yeah. just got out of a relationship. I got out of a relationship. We're like, all right. she's like, "All right, fine, I'll go. Oh, yeah, I'll go hang out with you. Why not?" That's so we'll funny. Dinner. Yeah. People always ask you about that. You say. No, I, I actually I've known him my whole life. I've never really asked him the situation. I was always curious. I don't know why. I think I just got some balls on your podcast. <laughs> Balls fueled by liquor. It's funny how we, like me and Chad, do a lot of shows, and Chad's got to follow a bunch of dudes, like, because he did Cleveland radio for a while. I got to follow him with a bunch of dudes because they like heavy metal. And we're always complaining, like, Chad will open for Crystal Lee, and it's all girls. You know, and we're like, oh, I wish we could get some more girls on our show. And then we put Kate on our shows, and it's all dudes that come out to see Kate. I'm like, <laughs> I had, listen, I will say tonight I had four girls come. Four girls come. I'm getting, you know what's weird is, and you guys will see this because you guys work with me now. Like, it's funny because my social media, I, it's all guys, but my comedy, I feel like, is really more of like skewed towards women. Like, after the shows, it's always women yeah. that no, come up to me. Always. I was watching all the women in the crowd dying when you were up there. Yeah. It's all women. But, you know, some, if, if women see your Instagram, they're threatened by you because, you know, you're hot and you Whatever. post these pictures. I know. So <laughs> yeah. then they're not going to, you know, they're going to judge you before you even get to the comedy club. Once they see you, they go, oh, my God, she's great. Thank you. But you can't, like a couple that's dating like two years ago, look at this chick, let's go see her, she's hot, come on. You know, you know what a girl's going to get jealous. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, it's funny. I was at uh, the comic strip in Minneapolis last year in the Mall of America. This guy came to the show with like two other couples, but there was like one guy that was by himself. And after the show, he said, I really wanted to bring my wife, but she Googled you and she thought you were a porn star. So she didn't want to come out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's such a bummer. And then the other two women that had come were like, we're going to tell her, like, you were so fun. But, you know, I understand it, especially yeah. with the Playboy channel, the AVN Awards, and then, you know, I post stuff. It's whatever. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I get drunk and post photos I shouldn't. Everybody does that. Yeah, Guys don't, though. Yeah. Have you ever gotten drunk and posted a hot photo? I don't. I don't have. I don't have any hot photos. <laughs> yeah, I was good. Yeah. I, I, I can honestly say confidently, I was good looking from twenty five to thirty. I fucking was on. So you had, so you had a five year run, dude. I was amazing. <laughs> I was so hot, and girls liked me. It was amazing. I like, but I know what I am now. I'm, I, I'm I, I, I say on stage like I look like a, a '80s bad guy. Thirty years later, when fucking karma kicked in like i look like a retired cobra kai like i got a beer belly i got fucking fat face i know what i know what it is now you know now that you mentioned cobra kai that you do look a little bit about oh my god i met that guy who who was in one of the karate kid movies and he was like a soap opera star really yeah you kind of look like him oh my, what the fuck is his name he was on like he's been on more episodes of soap operas than any other actor and he played the bad boy in karate i think it was karate kid three do you know who i'm talking about was it william zapka 
Uh, now I'm going to have to look. He does stand-up now. Oh, really? Yeah. I can't remember. Anyway. Um, all right. I'm going to ask you guys questions. I'm just yeah. going to ask you guys questions. How do you do date fails? Do you do questions? We usually just bullshit about relationships and dating. And, you know, sometimes we answer fan questions. But since we just decided to do this at Dave & Buster's or wherever the fuck we are and bring any questions. So We're at David. We're at Dave and uh, Buster's if it had Down syndrome. Yeah, more or less. That's what it looks. There's literally no one here, by the way. Um, we're the only people. I love when we came in. How you lied. He's like Chad is like. Oh, um, to the hostess. The hostess goes upstairs is closed. Downstairs is open. Chad goes. Oh, we called ahead. We talked to the owner, and he said we can use the upstairs to do a podcast. And the girl goes. Oh, okay. So we're sitting upstairs, which is closed. Yeah. Pretending that we have permission. The girl, girl behind the counter had no idea what a no, podcast no, was. She's like, huh, just, a podcast? Yeah. You, you create con- confusion. And yeah, you just got like- confused. Like, no, they said so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She's not going to question the owner. Like, uh, they can't do a podcast here. She doesn't even know what a fucking podcast is. Everything is fine. Everything is yeah, fine. Yeah, we're all good. Um, okay, first of all, Jim, you have a kid. Your kid's six, right? Six, yeah. I'll be, be seven. We have the same birthday. He'll be seven in a few weeks, yeah. When's your birthday? August 18th. Aw, he is the coolest. Jim's kid is in a rock band. Yeah. How did that happen? He, you know, I've, take, I've taken him to 14 concerts so far. We're going to one that, this week. Yeah, he loves just live music. Even when he was in the womb, I remember my ex would call me up. She goes, I, he's not moving. I haven't felt him all day. Like, if I was on the road, she's like, what should I do? I'm, I'm all nervous. I go, put some heavy metal on. Put, like, Metallica on. And she put Metallica on, and he started kicking. Shut up. I swear to God, I'm like, this kid is like, he's in the music already. He's got the gene. And I'm, I just like music. I can't play. And ever since then, he's just been, he's been, he's been taking music lessons for three years. He sang in my nephew's band. He's been on stage like seven times. He looks like such a badass. Like yeah, I saw photos. He put a skull cap on. He, he sang Let the Bodies Hit the Floor, you know, earlier in the week. He's fearless in front of like a hundred people in a club. He's like, yeah, whatever. He just hangs out. All right, I'm ready to go on. Walks on stage like like a comic going up, you know, and no problem. Grabs the mic and... And, feel it. and then he and then he walks off stage and goes, Dad, can we get ice cream? Then he turns a little kid again. I'm like, yeah, let's go get ice oh, cream. Oh, that's kind of like me. How I'm so dirty on stage. And then I come on off stage and I'm still dirty. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm quiet. I feel like I'm not as dirty in real life. This is the, cr- the craziest thing is Jim and his son have this amazing bond. And it's, 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 it's a beautiful thing. We went, one time we went to P.F. Chang's and then we went to Toys R Us. Do you remember that? Yeah. And Joe... You were like getting a, a a birthday present for one of his friends, and as you were checking out, him and I were by the like the ho- the horsey ride where you put a quarter in. Yeah, and he goes, "I like riding the horsey," and it was the sweetest thing ever. And next thing you know, he's talking about like all like the the rudest things ever. <laughs> like he went from zero to sixty, but he went from like little kid to adult. He's like a little version of yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing that... Okay, so, like, it's crazy to me that he basically is allowed to watch... Everything. Like you were telling me, you guys watch F is for Family, and you're yeah. gonna watch South Park. He loves he loves F is for Family. He thinks it's the greatest thing. It's amazing. And I said to Jim, I go, but he's six. How do you keep him from like going to school and swearing and like using that language? Like, what do you do? Well, I tell him, I said, because I volunteer at a school, you know, and stuff. I go, Luke, have you seen me on stage? I curse. I, I tell dirty jokes. I go, but when I'm around, you know, the neighbors and the moms and at school, like, I don't do any of that stuff. I don't embarrass. She goes, oh, I know. I go, so that's that's where you have to be. You have to do it here, but don't do it anywhere else. That's so amazing to me. Is he? I haven't had a lot of dads on here, so this is right. like fascinating to me. Like, is he? He's six. Is he into girls at all yet? Oh yeah. He is. Oh yeah, yeah. How much is a six-year-old into girl? Like, did he talk about? Does he have a girlfriend? Like, no, he, what he He had one. He goes, Dad, I got a girlfriend. I'm like, you do? He goes, Yeah. I'm like, Oh, cool. And then the next day, he's like. Dad, I broke up with my girlfriend. I go, in one day, he goes, I go, what did you say? He goes, I just went to her. I go, uh, Emily, I'm done with this. <laughs> oh That's God. what he said. He goes, she's like, well, fine. Then I'm going to go date Kyle. He goes, well, go, fine. And he's like, I, he goes, I know Kyle's my friend. He's not going to date her. He doesn't like her. I'm like, okay, fine. I was like, holy shit. Why did he, what happened in that one day? Yeah, I day? told him, I said, he goes, I don't know, I just didn't want, I, I just didn't want to. See, this is everything that's wrong with men and it wrapped <laughs> up in a six-year-old. Like, one day he's like, I'm happy. And the next day he's like, he I'm over excited. it. I got a girlfriend, he was all excited. I'm done with her. I'm done with you. 
Is that okay, that noise? We're good, yeah. Guys, That's we can't help it. They're sweeping the mall. Yeah, I think we're a garbage truck is backing up. <laughs> By the way, I think the mall is closed. Like, we're basically the only people left at this this mall. Um, that's so fascinating. So what's your plan for him with, like, girls? Like, are you going to have, like, the birds and the bees talk with him? I don't like, know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, he's... He's going to be, like, a heart... Like, he's in a rock band. He's already tried stand-up. He's good-looking, and he has blo- you as a dad. He's got blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah, he looks like a little surfer kid. He's a little surfer kid. He's got. A, he's funny. He's got a great personality. He's not a bully. He's not yeah. an asshole. Yeah. So what are you going to do when he's into girls? I mean, like, are you going to tell him... Are you gonna have like a, a condom talk with him? Like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm like, you know, I have a feeling when he's 16 years old, they're both gonna go out looking for chicks together, <laughs> and they're gonna date the same ones. <laughs> he's gonna be dating 21 year olds, and so is Jim. Yeah, no, Jim. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. You know, I haven't got to that point. You know, you never know. You just like, I don't know. It's too. F- you, I don't know what I'm going to do. But I think at like 12 or 13, he's going to be hooking up with girls. You think at 12? Well, I'm going to tell him, just don't have sex. I'm like, you don't need to have sex. I mean, you want to kiss him and make out or whatever. Oh, sure. 13, 14. I go, just don't have sex till you're like 16. I'm going to tell him like 16. <laughs> like that you're giving him an age. Not till you can have it in your car. Like, like, I, I'm going to tell him. I go, I didn't, a month before I was 18 was the first time I got laid. Same, same with me. Yeah, oh, I think that's high a school. perfect age. 17, 18. That's yeah. what it should be. Too many kids are doing it too young. Get, yeah, so I'm going to tell them 16. So funny. Valentine's Day, 17 years old, Jamie DeLuke. Lost my virginity. You got it. Yes, Brody Stevens. How long did you last? Yeah, how long did you last? Forever, because I, I never jacked off. So what I would I do, didn't either. Yeah, I didn't I, I never I didn't know it. So I just I just kept banging her and then finally I was like, "What the fuck?" Like I got scared because I didn't know that nothing came out of me before and then it happened. It was crazy. Cuz I didn't know. I, dude, I was very strict household. I wish you guys could see my face cuz I'm so shocked. Hold on. You never jerked off till 17? Swear to God, never. I didn't jerk off till I was 21. How did that? What? Why? How? I grew up strict Catholic, and it was just like you just even. There was seven kids, you know. There was three in a room and stuff like that. I would just never even thought about it. It was always like sex was taboo and Catholic school, and if you get a burn in hell if you jerk off and all that. So I never even thought about it. I was into sports. I'm like, all right. And then I had my first girlfriend, and I still didn't even masturbate when I had sex with her. But the first time I had sex. Um, my sister cock blocked me because she. I was at my brother's house. My brother, my older brother, had a house, and I took her there. And my parents are away or something like that. So my sister called in the middle of us having sex. My I told my buddy because he was hooking up with his his girlfriend in the living room. I took my girlfriend in the bedroom. I go, don't pick up that phone because my sister's gonna be Diane's gonna be calling, making sure I'm not having a party here. He goes, all right, I won't. And the phone just kept ringing. He picked it up. He's like, Jim, it's your sister. And I'm like, I'm busy. He goes, she wants, she's got enough phone. She's coming over here. So I put it in for like a minute. That was the first time I had sex, and I had to stop. <laughs> and then she goes, I'm coming over here. You have girls there. So she fucking, you know. A minute. Yeah, about a minute, and that was it. It was, And we were both virgins at the time. I'm so impressed that both you guys lasted. The first, the first time I had sex, I've never told this on here. Oh, okay. Exclusive. Well, because on stage I say when I got married I was a virgin. But really, I kind of had sex before. Kind of. But I don't count it. Okay, first of all, everyone that listens to my podcast... First of all, you never talked about this. Yeah, I never talked about this. Everyone that listens to my podcast knows that I don't count guys that don't get you off as people. So if I have sex with you and you don't get me off, you don't count. Like, I don't count really? you as part but of how, my... But who's going to get you off at 17 now? Well, here's the thing. The reason I don't count the first time is because... So I was dating this guy. He was... He snuck in my window. It was like a school night. He snuck in my window. (laughs) Like 2 a.m. or something. And the whole plan, we were going to have sex. Because we went to prom. And I had my period. So I wanted to have sex on prom night. But I was like, fuck, I got my period. I wanted to do the whole like movie thing. Like have sex on prom night. That was my whole plan. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Then I got my period. I'd never even put in a tampon. That was my first time putting a tampon in. It was prom night, and I was wearing a white dress. Not Wait, that how, anyone cares. How? But I thought you well, got period I had at like my 13 period. or something. I did, but I never wore a tampon because my mom thought tampons were bad for you, so, so I always wore pads. Oh, okay. Then when I was 18 or 17, however old prom was, junior prom, 
I was like, I'm going to have to wear a t- I can't wear a pad to prom. So I had to put a tampon in. So you broke the seal. So I broke the seal. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I really did. <laughs> so... So, so he sneezed. So I was like so upset. So prom night, I told him, I said, listen, I can't have sex with you tonight, but I wanted to. So you're going to have to come over in a few days and we'll do this. So that night, we called him. He came over and he put on a condom. And I swear to God, like he barely stuck the tip in and he came. So I don't count it. He came and that before, was it. And that was it. That was it. He came before he even got his whole... It wasn't even half shaft. There wasn't even one pump. So I don't count it. Yeah, I, 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 you know, if I you went to the replay, it counts because he broke the plane. <laughs> but I, if you went in front of an arbitration board, they're like, no, it doesn't count. It does they not would side count. with you. Yeah. There's going to be a Robert Mueller investigation. <laughs> like they're investigating the Russian thing. And he's, he's going to go, no, she's still a virgin. <laughs> To me, it doesn't count. So I, I always told my ex-husband I was a virgin because I didn't think that counted, yeah, you know? Because no, if I hadn't broke the seal, he wouldn't have. Yeah, that's true. So the, the seal's not broken. It doesn't count. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't count. But now, the second time I had sex, I, I, I had an orgasm. Same thing with Chad in the condom, and I freaked out. Like, I didn't know because I never had an orgasm before. So I was, you know almost 18 years old and I was like I ran in the bathroom like holy shit what is this it freaked me out how is it possible so you, you must have had like at least wet dreams though don't you automatically I as don't, a- I don't know I don't I, I had don't think one. so I had one and I, I, I came I didn't know what it was I, cause I was so naive and I, I didn't know and I had a one wet dream I go what the fuck's going on I didn't know I just wiped it up I'm like ah this is weird and were you thinking of Joe Howard <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> but but at the time, like I actually remember, after when I had sex with Jamie the first time, I didn't masturbate until five weeks later, and then I came and I go, oh, this is fucking fun. I can't believe you're saying this girl's name. By the way, does she oh, not he always mind? Does. He gives out his ex girlfriend's email. Yeah, yeah. I, there's this <laughs> chick I dated. I hated her. her name was Michelle Marquette at Hotmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> She probably doesn't have that Hotmail account anymore. Yeah, I'm yeah, thinking yeah. she might have upgraded to She Gmail. moved on. She moved on. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. Wow. So neither... I just thought... See, this shows what I know about anatomy. No, I thought teenage boys had lots of wet dreams and just, like, random ejaculations. Oh. And I looked at Playboy magazines. Me and my friends would go, like... Me, the, too. I would, yeah, we'd yeah. go to, like, garage sales and buy Playboy and Hustler. And I love, like, boobies and, and, stuff. And, and vaginas. I love them. I love them. Still do, I'm sure. No, I still do. Yeah, at the time, but I, but I never jerked off. I didn't, and I didn't masturbate till I was 21. So even at 17 was the first time I had sex. At 21, I remember I was drunk one night, and I and I was half asleep, and I did it in my sleep. And the next day, I felt so bad. I'm like, what a piece of shit I am. Like, I, felt I felt guilty like too. Was, I felt guilty. I felt so guilty. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. I thought everyone was looking at me. I think wow. I was DJing at the time, like a wed- weddings and stuff. And I was like, everyone was looking at me. This fucking piece of shit. But then, like a week later, I got over it, and within a week, I swear to God, within a week, I had bursitis in my right arm. I got that before. So much. I I had a sling. I missed like two softball games. I was like, (laughs) they were like the playoff games. I couldn't. I had to get a go to the hospital. I mean, a doctor. The doctor's like, what are you you doing? Yeah, he's like, what are you doing with your right arm? Because you got bursitis. So he's like, are you using this for something? I'm like, no, no. He's like, well, (laughs) you need to be in a sling, and I was in a sling for a week. So then, did you jerk off with your other hand? No, I, I I can't do it with it. It's it's weird. It's it like, is hard. Yeah, I just use the right hand. I can't use my left. I've tried. Can you? Uh, no, I I, I, yeah, I did because I broke my right hand before, so I, I had to... also jerking off or some other way. No, no, I was <laughs> playing basketball. But no, you know it's the first time I I fucking jerked off, and that you know the cum comes out of you. Like I loved it. I was like, oh my god, this is great. And that's, I was hooked. It felt great. Yeah, that's why I was hooked after a week after I got over it that I was like, if I burn in hell, I burn in hell. And then I just went on a tear. Well, you had the whole ca- uh, like Catholic yeah, religion. Yeah, yeah, that was the whole thing. It yeah. messed me up. Wow. You don't feel guilty about it now, do you? Not at all. Oh, good. <laughs> but whenever I meet an Irish girl, like if she grew up Irish Catholic, they're super uptight. They're not good in bed. And they definitely don't swallow. And I just, you know, like you're Irish Catholic, you don't, no, that's disgusting. No, I don't do that. Why? Why do that? That's, really? That's gross. Yeah, because they're so uptight about sex. Because the, the the girls that grew up strict, they're so, the, the, you know, missionary position, once in a while, doggy style. Yeah, they're not, they're duds in bed. It's so crazy because I was just talking to a 
I was just talking about this to my friend the other day because I have a theory. I think women need to masturbate a lot because it's the only way you figure out how you get off. Everybody's different. Like, every girl is different. And girls that don't masturbate don't know how to have orgasms. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll meet guys and they'll be like, man, I dated this girl. She would never come. And I would be like, did she masturbate a lot? And he'd be like, I don't think so. I'm like, I think that's it. I think you have to masturbate. But I did get carpal tunnel. You did? From the magic wand. The thing is heavy. I now use my hand. The ma- by the way, shout out to Magic Wand because they sent me one. F- they sent me one in the mail because I, I always talk on stage about how you have to plug it in. Right. And they messaged me and said, you know, we make one now that's cordless. We'll send it to you. <laughs> and they sent it. Did you say the the orange cord is that the joke? Am I giving it away? Yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. I posted it before. That's how they Wait, saw. So it. how heavy is it that you got carpal? It's tunnel? big and heavy. The thing probably weighs a pound. You know, oh, and real? if you're okay. using it for a long time, right? It's insane though. It really is unbelievable. But how long does it take you to come with the magic wand? Is Not it long at all. Like two minutes tops, but you can come like 20 times. Oh, really? Yeah, girls can come forever. That's why I'm saying you got to masturbate a lot because then they can get off forever. Yeah, but sometimes when a girl masturbates too much and you're with them, it takes a, it's harder for them to get off. Yes, that's why I stopped using the magic wand so much. So now, when I this is true, when I go on the road, I leave it at home on purpose yeah. so that like that area gets a little break. I only use my hand on the road. So then when I come back, the next time I have sex, it's like... 10 times better because it can desensitize you if you use it too much. Yeah. That's a good idea. Plus, you don't want to bring that through security, right? At the airport. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Yeah. It's embarrassing when it goes off. Yeah, you're not TSA pre screened yet. You're like. <laughs> I always wanted to put it in my suitcase or put like a big black dildo in my suitcase with a bottle of water so that they have right. to search oh, yeah, it and yeah, they they pull <laughs> it out. No, you can't compete with the machine, but my ex girlfriend, Sarah, who I, to this day I love. What's her email? I don't. I, no, I, no, I, I no. like her too much. Okay. Right. <laughs> no, she's married and happily married. And I'm happy for her. But we had a system. She would like use the machine, orgasm, and then I would bang her and get off. It was like perfect. Oh. Like it's like we had a machine. Like the, the the she would like come like within two minutes and I'd bang her and we'd be good. Like, Wait, so but she wouldn't come when you were banging her. No, it was just a system. We had a system. She's like I'd, I'd rub this vibrator. Well, it sounded like you couldn't get her off. She's like, all right, let me just get you off. I don't know, so. but it just worked out great. Like uh, two minutes, she come. Surprised you guys aren't still together. And then I, I'd bang her. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, 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 I can like go three minutes and we're good. See, but I, I would like that challenge. I'm three like, minutes. no, I want to get you off. <laughs> yeah, no, I want the guy to get me off. Yeah. I've had guys, though, that are into toys that I'll pull a toy out. That's how I found out about the magic wand. Right. Because a guy I dated bought one and was like, I did research and this is supposed to be the best. But it wasn't like we were having problems. But then I was like, oh, my God. When you first start using it, it's crazy. So I backed off on it a little, to be honest. But um. I had an ex-girlfriend one time. We had these cleaners, and she found her anal beads. What? Yeah, and she was all embarrassed. You're a freak, Jeff. No, I didn't. No, she... She had them. She liked them. And uh-huh, then, yeah. Uh-huh. No, you know, whatever. If that's a shit, too. I'll pull a string. I cut the. <laughs> I mow my own lawn. I got to fucking start the lawnmower. It's the same thing. It's exactly the yeah. same. You know what I mean? Wait, okay, so. <laughs> you guys are both single, which I have to give a shout out to both these guys because you guys are both hot. You're both single. You're both also. You're both in your 40s, right? You guys are both like really good catches for women. So. Uh, I'm curious though. Do you like being single? I I love being alone so much. It's scary. <laughs> it's, it's it's getting weird. It's getting so weird. And it's not even like I'm with somebody. I'm not like I've I haven't had sex in probably like like you, you three months. At least, yeah, but Four you know, but, but Chad's career starting to really take off, so he's busy. So he's like, look, I don't want a relationship in my way right now. So he's in that zone. Yeah. So I think I think that's what's going on. Do you think that that because sometimes I think that when I'm in a relationship, actually, I focus more on my career because I'm not busy trying to look for dick or date. Honestly, it and, goes both ways. When I was married, I'm like, I'm getting so much more work done because I'm married and I'm not going out after a show or going on different dates. So you think that you are, but then when you when you're single, you don't have anyone bothering you. If you have to get some project done or any of that stuff, you don't have anyone bothering you. You don't have to go do something on a Saturday when you want to go do a set. So I think I get more work done when I'm single. Good but point. when you're married in a relationship, you, you sell that to yourself. No, I get more because I'm focused. But I don't think it's true. I get more work done than I'm single. Maybe you're right. It's interesting. So but, I, but I like being in a relationship. I'm not in one right now, but I wouldn't rule it out. Um, can I ask you guys, I ask everybody this question, and you might know it off the top of your head, but like the worst date 
or worst sex story you ever have had? Like the awful date, like something that went terrible, or maybe it was like a psycho, like a bitch that went crazy on you. I mean, your marriage could be a good date fail. Yeah, I know. That, yeah, that, that, <laughs> I'm sorry to bring that up, no, but I, like, I, I, please, I love, that's a huge date fail. I love, I love bringing it up. <laughs> Well, Chad, you go first. Let me think of a good one. Um, I, I, I do remember one situation that was very embarrassing. I dated the second girl I had sex with. I dated her for three years. Her name was Anne. I'm not going to give her a last name. She, she's happily married, I'm sure. Can I have her email? A, a Twitter or Instagram? <laughs> Post a photo of her on your IG and just tag her so I can, so I can fuck with her a little? She lived in an all-girls dorm. All girls. And I had to go... And I say the night in her dorm, but I had to pee. But you can't go out in the hallway because the security, they throw. she would have gotten in trouble. So what I did is I, I, I didn't know where to pee. I got out, like, I got out of her bed. So I, I peed into a blanket. <laughs> what? You, what do you mean you peed into a blanket? She had a blanket that was, I didn't know where to pee. I saw a blanket. I was like, I'll pee in this blanket and take the blanket home with me in the morning. Did you take it home? Uh, well, what, she asked what I was doing while I was peeing. And I go, oh, nothing. I'm just, I'm just checking. Uh, like, I, I don't know what I said. I made up some lie. You're so gross. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to steal. I had to steal her blanket. And as I was walking out the door, she goes, "Is that my blanket?" I go, I go, yeah, yeah. I, I go, yeah, 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 yeah. But I was like, can I borrow it because my mom loves blue blankets. So you never told her you peed in the blanket. No. You are so. That is the most amazing. That might be one of the best, the best ones I've ever heard. I would, I would never even think of it. Why didn't you look for a cup or something? I, I don't know. I just, I was. Pan- I think I had a couple of drinks, and I was, just, I didn't know what to do. There was a blanket just sitting there. I was like, I'll pee in the blanket. I'll fold it up, and I'll take the blanket home. It was full of piss. I peed a lot. <laughs> Right, because you couldn't go in the hallway because of yeah, it was the dorm or something. I would get right? thrown out. Like security, she get in trouble. She right. yeah, I didn't because it was all girls. There's no bathroom for you to use. Yeah, so I just took the blanket home with me. Yeah, did you, you at least know? wash it when you brought it home? Yeah, she never asked for the blanket back, so I got away did with she, it. Did you ever ask for you back? Did you ever get in touch <laughs> no, with? Yeah. No, we guy, for a while. Guy, fuck me and stole my blanket. I'm done when I'm. I, I like. I think she knew what I was doing deep down. I think she knew I was. Oh, she I did. really doubt it. I don't think it would ever cross my mind. Like that guy's probably pissing in my blanket right now. Like I was on my knees. Like I was on my knees peeing in a blanket. And she goes, "What are you doing?" I'm butt naked. And she goes, "What are you doing?" I go, "Nothing. I'm just. I'm just fucking." I don't know what I said at the time. This was like years, almost twenty years ago. And I, <laughs> so I would have honestly probably thought you had some like weird blanket fetish, and no. you were like touching it on your like. I would have thought you had like a weird fabric fetish, and you wanted to rub it on your balls. Like I would never thought he's peeing. He's peeing in it. I couldn't go out to the women's restroom. I get in trouble, so I had to pee somewhere. You're like a sex MacGyver. I am <laughs> the MacGyver's. <laughs> That's a good one. God, wow! All right, Tim, you ever piss in a blanket? No, I've, I've, you know, I peed in a solo cup and a Gatorade bottle before, but <laughs> sure, who hasn't? Yeah, I've peed in a Starbucks cup in my car. Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did have a date one time. Like I would have a Gatorade bottle under my seat, under the passenger seat, and I usually just dump it out. Like if I'm in New York traffic or something like that, you can't pee, whatever. So pee in a Gatorade bottle. <laughs> And one time I was on a date with this chick, and she was really hot, way out of my league. And I had to stop short, and the, and the, and the Gatorade bottle rolled up under her feet in, in the passenger seat with piss in it. Oh, shit. Was it at least, like, the lemon-flavored Gatorade, or was it, like, cherry, and then it was filled with urine? It was just just filled with urine, and she okay. knew what it was. And I'm just, she's like, what is what is this? Is that Gatorade? What? And I'm just like, I go, look, I'm sorry. I go, my, my brother used my car, borrowed my car for, like, last week. I go, Fucking oh slob. my god! She was disgusted, <laughs> disgusted. It could be I worse. I'm sure it just rolled up. I, you know, usually behind the seat, so I'm like, I'm not have to worry about that. Did she keep dating you? No. Really? No. That was. No, I think last... it was like a first date. I was taking her somewhere. I yeah, that's a pretty big turnoff if you find pee in a guy's car on the yeah. first date. Yeah, it's like you at least can you at least empty it out? So yeah. I have to see it. Yeah, I'm impressed she got in your car though. I don't even get in cars on a first date. No, yeah, Fuck really? no, never. I won't give anyone my address, so I meet them at the bar always. Yeah, I don't, I don't let guys pick me up unless I, unless you're someone that like I, I have to already know you. Like, like for instance, I matched with Terrell Owens on Tinder. What? what, what Terrell Owens? Yeah. Holy shit! 
I matched him on Tinder. We became friends. We never hooked up. We never made out. Nothing ever happened. But we matched on Tinder. This is so funny. And I was like, that can't be him for real. Right. Why the fuck would he be on Tinder? But now Tinder has a thing where they verify you. So, like, he's verified on Tinder. Which, first of all, like, how desperate do you have to be for pussy if you're that famous and you're on Tinder? Like, yeah. that's crazy. But we matched on Tinder. And then we made plans to play tennis. Because he, he was like, I love tennis. I was like, cool, let's play. And uh, he's like, I'll pick you up. Where do you live? And then I gave my address. And then my mom, I told my mom about it. My mom was so pissed that I gave him my address. She's like, you can't, can't believe you gave him your address. What if it's not really him? What if it's some crazy person? Or what if it is him and he's crazy? And I'm like, first of all, it's probably not him. It's probably a joke. Secondly, if it is him, like, what's he going to do? It's, it's Terrell Owens. Like, if worst case scenario, he shows up and he's kind of a dick. He's not going to come back here for me. Yeah, he's got enough, he can get enough girls where he's not going to stalk you outside the house. He's yeah. not some, like... IT guy that that's you know right. can't meet any chicks. He's I'm gonna stalk her. Yeah, he's yeah. got all the shit to do. But what's funny about it is, I mean, since then that this was a while ago. This was probably four years ago or probably four years ago, probably. But since then, you know, I've gone out with other people in the public eye, whatever. But he was one of the first, and so it was the weirdest thing because I walk out of my apartment, which is ghetto as fuck, by the way. I live in like a total hood building, like gangsters next door, and I walk to the end of my driveway. And I'm thinking the whole time like it's not gonna be him, and there he is just standing at the end of the driveway like it was so weird in this shit neighborhood waiting to play tennis and he was wearing I'll never forget because he was like all matching all his athletic clothes matched it was all the color of tennis balls it was all like neon green it was like really? a big tall <laughs> neon green like statue like Greek statue he's in amazing shape it's no crazy. he's always been yeah he's been it's crazy. phenomenal shape yeah but uh yeah tinder isn't that weird are you guys on tinder yeah. Mm. It, nobody uses Tinder anymore. It's like you know, the women are just, just, you know, they all moved over to Bumble. They feel it's safer because they have to get in contact with you first. Yeah, it, Tinder's like MySpace and Bumble's Facebook. I, I do it more for just material now. You do? Yeah, because I just love, like, the, the craziness that goes on, you know, like the... So I'm like, this is cool. I'll get and work on my act. I've only met two girls off uh, Bumble, and it's always... It never works. I agree. There's something weird about meeting a stranger. Like, you have to meet a stranger so many times to have, like, a spark. Although it sounds like you've had some, like, makeouts from... Was it a Bumble date that you made out in your car? Yeah. I- I've had a couple makeouts, but it doesn't go any further. And then you're like, ah, do you- I really want to waste this girl's time. Because you know, if you're not feeling it, it's like, do I want to do this to this person just so I can have sex with them? And then I got to go, all right, well... You're such a nice guy, though. No, but it's, you know, unless they're like... Well, they always come up with, I'm not looking for a relationship... Usually when a girl says that, that means they are. Really? Yeah. When I don't they wanna, say they're not? I don't want to get married to have kids. A lot of them, yeah. And you go, oh, I don't either. And they're like, all right, perfect. And then by the third or fourth time, they're like, you know, where's this going? Well, see, this is funny that you brought this up because I just had this conversation with a guy that I was seeing. And I was like, I really don't care about getting married ever again right. or having kids. I don't want kids and I don't need a piece of paper. Okay, can I ask you something? How... You as a woman at this age, uh-huh. I don't know what you mean by that. No, 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 no. Because like usually when women like hit their thirties, they want to have a baby. There's like some weird mental thing. Yeah. How do you not have that? Well, it's weird because I feel like that's why your libido goes crazy. Like I'm definitely like my sex drive is insane right now. I feel like almost honestly like insatiable in terms of sex drive. But I think it's just. I never had that, like, I want kids. Like, sometimes I'll be around, like, a great parent and their kid, and I'll watch it and go, like, that's really sweet. But when I, like, spend three or four hours with my nephews, I love them, but I'm like, oh, holy shit, I could never do this. I just couldn't. It's just not in my nature, I don't think. But Sometimes women get to a point, like, 38, 39, 40, 41, they feel like, oh, my God, I want to have a baby. Maybe it'll come upon So maybe it'll come. You never know. But, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of work. And, you know, when you're when you're... Your career's going good, and you're just trying to go on the road and stuff like that. You can need great support at home, and if you don't have that, whatever guy it's going to be or the girl, it's going to yeah. be it's going to be a nightmare. Yeah, it's going to be a nightmare. I think so, so. but it is interesting because I don't care about marriage, and I'm not trying to have a kid, but I do want to have a relationship. But right. then when I tell guys that, it's like they don't understand. Like literally, this guy just said to me, he was like, "I don't get it though. Why why have a relationship if you don't care about getting married or having kids? Why don't you just have fun?" And I'm like. Well, it doesn't mean I don't want a person in my life that's, like, 
the guy. It right. just means I don't need you to commit. Right, you already married ten years. You don't need to do it. I don't again. need a piece of paper. You don't feel it's like a piece you want to have a kid right now, so yeah. I'll go with that too. Yeah, so. but that's interesting. You guys are fascinating. Well, I want to tell you my date. Well, it's oh, I broke up. A, I broke up a relationship over this. It was my first girlfriend, the one I had sex with. So. We're having sex like four or five times a week. Now I'm like, this is amazing. Once you found, like you said, once you came, you're like, this is unbelievable. Yeah. So we're fucking all the time. She lives with her parents. I live with my parents. I've told the story before, but it's funny. So so much fun. So blowing a load. Like, it's it, so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's a party for everyone, guys. So it's like two in the morning, and we're over at our parents' house. They're upstairs sleeping. We're fooling around in the living room. And we're ready to have sex. She goes, you have a condom? I said, no, I didn't have one. I didn't think anything was going to happen. I said, well, you need a condom. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, hold on. And I ran up in her kitchen naked and looking through every drawer <laughs> everywhere to look for condoms. Like, her parents are going to have, like, a paper, you know, paper towel dispenser for condoms. They're, like, in their 70s. They were old. Pa- oh, you know, my God. Just gonna, oh, perfect. I just found a Magnum. Oh, what a shock. So and I'm out of my mind because I'm so fucking horny. I'm like this is unbelievable, you know. So I just I, I find Saran wrap. I see Saran wrap. Oh I, my god! I swear to God. So I rip off a sheet and I come back down. Oh and it's god. dark in the base in in the uh, in the living room. There's just the TV on, whatever. And she's like, "You found one?" I go, "Yeah." She goes, "Where?" And I'm like, "Don't worry about it." She goes, "No, where, where did you? You have one?" I go, Shh. "I go, don't worry. I got uh, I got it taken care of." So I put the Saran wrap and I had to hold it on. <laughs> Shit. And I'm trying to jam it in, and it's, and it's obviously you know you it's, it's dry. Yeah, I know. I should have got the Crisco, but I, I fucking you I'm, were in a rush. I didn't want to lose my erection. You, you needed the coconut oil. Yeah, so so I'm trying to jam it in, like, and I'm holding it because you have to hold it. She and didn't it, say, I mean, could you hear the crinkling? No, and she shit? didn't hear crinkling. But then there was a light, like the, the night light was right there at the tape, and she just reached back and she turned around, she looked down, and she goes, Saran wrap, you fucking asshole. That's amazing. Yeah, so What's the problem? So, so then like, and we started arguing. I'm like, I didn't have anything else. What was I going to do? And, she, blah, blah, blah. and the parents woke up. The lights came on. Like, what are you still doing Wait, here? the parents were home? Yeah, the parents were upstairs sleeping. I thought you ran in their bedroom naked. No, I ran in the kitchen naked. Oh. Looking for a condom. Even worse, in the kitchen, not even in their bedroom. Maybe there was I one I was there. so bad they'd woken up and come out. So they, But after we were arguing, they did, and they kicked me out because I wasn't supposed to be there at 2 in the morning. Did they know about the saran wrap, the parents? No, they didn't know about the Saran wrap, but then Holy the next shit. day. But the next day, she broke up with me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She was pissed. Although I would be like, again, you're the MacGyver of fucking. Yeah, I'm like, look, you know, I, I'm sorry. I was just, you know, That'd be a great- I was heartbroken. It was my first girlfriend too. I used to sit outside of her house. She'd, she'd come home from work. I'm like, I got condoms now. She was in a Burger King uniform. No. Like, Get out of here, you fucking weirdo! No. I swear to God. Oh, yeah. I'm dying. That is the best story yeah. I've ever heard. And she broke up. I was fucking, I was heartbroken. And my dad found out because it went through the whole neighborhood. Somehow my dad found out. He, he, it went through the whole He did it. Some, and he's like, you, he sat me down. He's like, you oh piece of God. shit. You saran wrap. I'm like, what's I going to do, Dad? I go, you know. Did you start carrying condoms after that Oh, yeah, forever? always, always. Yeah. Now, I had one in day. my wallet. You know, like every guy used to have one in his wallet. I had the big friggin' circle around it. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, yeah, so. And, At least saran wrap with rubber bands. Look, at that point, I didn't know what I was doing. I'm just like, whatever. This is the best story I've ever heard. And it's a mic drop at an hour. She was Honestly, mad. there's nothing else to say. That's fucking... I swear to God. And we've, we've, I know her, and I saw her like um, about two years ago, and we were talking. I didn't bring it up, obviously, but she knows. I know. <laughs> the whole fucking neighborhood knows. So good what are you for do? you. I was practicing safe sex. I, I'm proud of you. you know? It's good. Yeah. I mean, I could, it could have been worse. I could have used tinfoil. <laughs> <laughs> a garbage bag would have probably been better for the folks listening. A garbage bag seems like a good move. Yeah, with a twisty tie. Holy the shit, that's funny. Oh my god. Wow. Well, I think we, I think we did it. I feel like that's a good. You guys are amazing. I love you both so much. We had a blast working with. Where are you guys going to be? Uh, oh, I had the most fun, for real. I had the most fun with you guys, and you're like two of the most uh, amazing. Just sweet, nice, awesome yeah, guys. Yeah, we're just, you know. You really are. We just do the shows. We have fun. A lot of know. guys are dicks, though, or have big egos, and both you guys are awesome, so thank well, you. No, no, when I first met you, Kate, like, we were at the Hollywood Improv, and I go, oh, my God, like, I could tell, I, I have a weird vibe with people, I like, I know she could fit in seamlessly with me and Jim. That's, I, I, like, I just, I just knew it. 
like I could see the personality clicked. You're like, well, first of all, you could probably fit in with anyone. So when I that's sweet, thank you. Yeah, no, I just knew the personality was like perfect, and and I I knew you were hilarious. I I knew who you were, so I was really happy to meet you, and I'm so happy we did this week. When I met you, you were like, I'm best friends with Sam Tripoli, and I was like, he has to be awesome because I love Sam (laughs) so much. Yeah. Um, Where are you guys going next, Jim? Uh, I'll be in uh, Atlanta, Laughing Skull Lounge, August 10th through the 13th. Dope. And then Philadelphia, Punchline Philly, August 17th through 19th. Oh, that'll be so fun. I think Sam's there this weekend. That'll be yeah, so Sam's fun. A, yeah. That'll be so fun. What about you, Chad? No, by the time you release this, I'm going to be at the House Comedy in Arizona. Right. And then at the House Comedy in Minneapolis, August 3rd, or 2nd through 6th. And then you're there, if I'm not mistaken, the 16th through 17th? Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to put this out on Monday. So you'll be there pretty much uh, Wednesday. You'll be there this coming weekend. Right. You'll be there. People can come see you. Go see Jim. You guys are the best. Thanks, Thanks again. I love you guys so much. This has been Date Fails. And also... Sit down, Zumok, bunch of BS podcasts. Thanks for listening. And I'm going to use it as my podcast eventually, but I'll do it as like a bonus thing. Whatever you want. Yeah, do whatever, whatever yeah, you I'll want. I'll do it in a few weeks. We'll put it out. It's Comedy Metal Midgets on Riotcast Network. Yeah, yeah. You guys got to check it out. This has uh, been Date Fails. I'm Kate Quigley. Follow me at Kate Q Funny. Follow Chad. Is it at Chad Zumok? Yep, yep. Yeah. And at Jim Florentine. Love you guys. See you soon. Bye.